Hello and welcome back to Carpet Talk. We are joined once again on the Zooms via each other. Um, and Corinne. Corinne is still here. Corinne is here. I am sipping, sipping on a nice little um, green tea with honey. Oh, I have chamomile with um, a lemon. A whole lemon. No, actually, like Just a circular the entire, slice. No, the entire fruit is floating in her mouth. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like peel the skin off, and like it's just the middle of the lemon. <laughs> peel it like an orange. Ew, yeah, I peeled it like an that. orange. Ew. Oh my gosh. Oh. Oh, that's whack. <laughs> Wait, when when my nephew was like, like two, his favorite food was lemons. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I I don't trust this kid. But Aiden, at the same like, time, like he like oh, faked Aiden. it. Okay. No, it was Aiden, and he like faked the like face that most kids make just to get a reaction. And like, if he didn't get a reaction, he would like pretend like it was like an after like effect, like thirty oh seconds God. after eleven. <laughs> Children so make absolutely funny. no sense. Oh my gosh, they're so funny. Alrighty. Anyway, welcome back to the carpet and back to our chaotic. The carpet. Summer. I long to be back on the carpet. I'm laying in my bed. I'm on a carpet. I am faithful to this. Oh, my carpet's not red, so it feels wrong. Okay, well, our carpet wasn't red. It's also and... large and lonely, so like, yikes. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, today we are moving along. We are past our little way truth in life series, and we're talking about. Um, what the way, the truth, and life ultimately lead us to, and it's the victory. That also known as the resurrection, but you know what? We're gonna call yeah, it the victory. We call today. it the victory because <laughs> I feel like that encapsulates more of what that means for us individually as 21st century Christians. We're like, I feel like so often if we feel super removed from biblical things. Of, like, that happened long ago. And, like, what is that for us now? And sometimes it's a different story for, like, super faithful people. But I would consider myself one of the ordinaries. And, like, for the everyday, like, for the everyday Christian, like, I feel, sometimes I feel removed from everything that happened way back when. And sometimes it becomes too much of a way back when type thing. And I forget that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday yesterday today and forever and so everything that he did is still active and still relevant yeah i like that you say that because you know ultimately like the modern day christian that we are would not exist if there wasn't a victory so like there wasn't a christian before you know the victory of christ's resurrection like really laugh at me all you want but it's true um like christianity didn't exist until like that victory happened and uh, John Paul II says it all the time. Like we are a resurrection people, um, but are we really like, do we actually live? Like we have already won. Um, and when we were talking about this before, Emily was kind of highlighting the fact that like the victory is not ours. There's nothing that we do that makes us victorious. It's not a self-proclaimed victory. The victory that we're invited into is one of Christ's. And it's the humility of recognizing that, like, I didn't do anything to be branded victorious, right? But Mm -hmm. I do get to participate in it. Um, But before I can participate, I have to be humble enough to recognize that 
it's not me, it's God, and he's inviting me into it, and he wants me to have a place in it. Um, but until I recognize that it's him and that it's him who's giving it to me, I can't actually be victorious in anything that I do, anything I say, um, and anything that I want to do or say in the future. Yeah, um, working on a team in a ministry this summer, like I've just been reminding myself and reminding the people that I'm working with like every day that every good thing that we do is not us. Like it's the Holy Spirit in us. It's God working through us. It's his victory coming to life around us. Um, I like that Kaylee brought up the point of like, yeah, there were no Christians before the resurrection. Like our identity as the faithful is in the resurrection. Like we get our name from the victory that is won. Like who we are is children of the victory. Honestly, like we are born out of this resurrection. We are reborn. We, it is, it's the new creation. It happens all over again that Christ's victory gives us back our title as sons and daughters of God. Yeah. Um, I, I've said it a lot of times this, this season, but I have just been able to go to daily mass in a different setting than I do at Franciscan um, here back home. And my priest is just really, really funny. He's like 34 years old. He's from Bosnia. He's He loves the youth. And so his homilies during the week really do tailor towards the youth because in the evenings there are a lot of people um, that, praise God, are like closer to my age, a little bit older, a little bit younger than I am. Um, and he's so funny. He gets up there and he's just so real. Um, and I've not really ever experienced a priest who like – I mean, at Franciscan, I, we do see it, but we're college students and, like, they know our college students, but <laughs> I love him because he cracks a joke and, like, sometimes I'm sitting next to, like, a, like an elderly parishioner and, like, he cracks a joke and he looks around <laughs> for everyone to laugh and I'm, like, hysterically laughing because I think it's so funny. And the elderly parishioner next to me is like, oh, my gosh, what is going on? <laughs> um, but he has reminded me so often in these daily masses of, of the – life of a victorious person and that is one that gets to experience joy with the person who has purchased the joy for you right Mm -hmm. like his masses and every mass is centered around the eucharist and centered around like jesus christ becoming present like in us and around us but that should make us different and if it isn't making us different then his victory isn't penetrating our lives his victory is not walking around this world because ultimately you know jesus christ risen is jesus christ victorious and jesus christ victorious like all the good things come from that right like joy hope mm-hmm. faith charity um and he just always reminds us like <laughs> like if you're not happy you don't know jesus and if you don't know jesus i don't know why i don't know what the point of life is and like some of the people are like Bro. looking at him like oh my gosh <laughs> but it's so true it's so true and i love i just love his focus um on victory without saying it I love when people are scandalized by, like, (laughs) joyful or, like, happiness or, honestly, humor in the liturgy or just in holy people to begin with. Um, (laughs) No, it's really funny when, like, a priest cracks a joke and someone's like, oh, my gosh, you're supposed to be holy. And he's like, holy people are funny. Honestly, like, we're able to be joyful because Christ has won the, he's won the war, like. The victory is ours, and that should be a reason for joy. That allows us to have joy because it opens us up to a hope and a reassurance that 
you know, yeah, this might be the hardest thing ever. Like whatever it is that you're going against or it's the day to day or you're just in a season of life where literally everything is the hardest part or everything feels like the end of the world. And literally all you do is look at a cross and remember like, yeah, he was put up there and then he rose. Like he, he is victorious over the biggest thing. And so his victory is ours in every little thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you see this at all, um, but we've both mentioned it multiple times over the summer. Like we're working in places with people who are either coming into their faith, right? Don't really know their faith or who mm-hmm. are faithless. Um, and I just hear the comment really like an under, like an undertone of this comment. It might not be explicit, but it's definitely an undertone of like, you know, I am not where I want to be. I'm, you know, I'm hopeful for all these things, but I'm not there yet. And because I see a version of myself or um, a situation I want myself to be in that is not yet my reality, I feel defeated. I feel like I'm not doing enough. I feel like I am a failure and I just feel like I have no purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, And that makes me so sad because I mean, I remember a time in life when I was also like that, you know, I was so focused on like a future version of myself and a future reality for myself that my present was just complete failure. Like all I could see was even if, you know, like I did something good, right? Like when I started driving and I like, you know, was able to drive by myself for the first time um, and do it well, like that wasn't even a victory for me that day because I was so focused on, you know, wanting to be this, that, and the other, that that small little victory, that small little thing in my world, in my simple, you know, youthful world, wasn't enough to make me happy. Um, so I don't know what you tell people or what you have been praying for people in those instances, mm. because we're, we're people that want to be happy, right? Like we were made for happiness because we were made for God and God is happiness. Um, but when he isn't penetrating our lives and his victory isn't present in our minds, we get so stuck in this, this idea that I'm a failure, that I'm not good enough, that I never will be. And my hopes and my dreams don't really matter because right now I'm not accomplishing them the way I'd want them to be accomplished. Yeah. I love that you mentioned the idea of like small victories um, because that's definitely been a trend in my life for the last couple of months. Just um, talking with people I work with and like talking to the campers and like so, so many of the young ones have brought up the idea of like I feel like I'm not going anywhere because I'm not where I want to be yet and I'm like dude like slow down like you have the rest of your life to figure it out and it's so funny like talking to them because I like I'm literally talking to myself um or myself a couple of years ago and like that was the whole basis of our past episode like dear younger me like it's so fun to see the people like young people be where you used to be but one conversation that I was having with um one of the girls was she had just come back from confession and we were talking and um she was like the priest said the word said baby steps to me like what do you think about that that she was like he had said that God only cares to see that you're striving and that you're trying and that you're aiming to take those steps towards him even if it is baby steps and I said Dude, it's, it's the little victories. It's the small things. It's what did I wake up today and do better than I did yesterday? And seeing each one of those, like, progressions as a victory. Um, yeah. 
Oh, I really love that. I am. Um... Confession is so cool, and I wish we were, like, more – I wish I went more often. You know, John Paul II like went every single day. Yeah. So cool. Um, <laughs> so cool. I love him. Um, yeah, no, I feel like a lot of times we have these stories about people recognize, recognizing who God is through confession. Um, time and time again, I hear things like that where it's like, oh, out of confession, like, I heard something and was like, what the heck? That was God speaking? Or, like, that's what God really wants? Um and I remember I also have had a confession where I was just like listing off all these things and telling the priest, like every single time I come, like this is the same thing I'm talking about and blah, blah, blah. Like it's gotten better, but it's not where I want it to be. Um, and he gave me a simple prayer to, to just go throughout my day with. And it was, Lord, rest in me the things that are meant to rest and arise in me the things that are meant to arise. Um, and he was talking to me about like the resurrection and him saying like, Jesus all the things that were meant to rise through his resurrection will, and all the things that are meant to fall away will. Um, and like, that's the power of God is he is a God of details. So nothing is not meant to be a part of mm-hmm. his victory is not going to be a part of it. Um, and there's nothing you and I can do for, to make that victory any better or any worse. Like he's already, it's already there. He's already accomplished it. The resurrection has already, you know, entered into existence. And so nothing you and I can do can diminish that. Um, But the one thing we can do is participate in it and nothing we're going to do is going to make it better through our participation, but it's going to make, you know, Jesus's mission one that is more filled with love and more penetrated by love because he's able to be victorious for more people. Yeah, I feel like everybody has the confession glory stories, and, like, I love hearing about them, and I love sharing about them. I'm going to share one. Um, <laughs> oh! <laughs> no, 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 just, there was one priest that, um, I, he's one of my priests from home, and, like, I would go to him regularly for confession, and we were just talking afterwards, and I'm like, I'm so sick of saying the same things over and over again. And he's like, okay, first, praise God, they're small things and not, like, giant things. And I went, okay, great. Um, and then he said, but one day you're not going to say them anymore. He's like, one day, like, grace upon grace of the sacrament and coming back will build up in you and you will, you know, this will not be a thing in your life anymore. This will not be a struggle anymore. And he's like, and maybe it'll be one day on earth or maybe it will be one, maybe it will be when you reach heaven. But one day you won't have this anymore to confess. And he was like, so see the victory in that. He's like, see the victorious moments as it becomes less and less a part of your life um and he's he's such a good man that he just reminds me every time that I talk to him to look for this the smaller victories and hold on to those because they are a a reflection of the greater victory on the cross um and Kayla and I were talking earlier with Karen about how like the Lord never rubs our face rubs our failures in our face um in the same way, like, he sees our smaller victories and he sees his greater victory over all of them. And he never says, you know, look at what you did. Like, blah, blah, blah. You keep doing this. Meh. You're the worst. Like, Meh. that's like that's not the voice of Jesus. It's the voice of the devil. Like, keeping us down in our muck. Keeping us in our failures. But Christ only brings us to them until the point of acknowledgement. Like, once we see what we've done that's where his mercy swoops in and that's where the victory turns us around and um like the resurrection actually takes root in our lives right you know this might be like 
highly inappropriate but <laughs> so, you know that tiktok of people who are like put on a cute outfit, a cute outfit put your screen to like whatever speed and don't you feel i don't know really know what i'm talking about because i don't really watch tiktok but i have instagram and okay. tiktok I is no infiltrated darn it oh my gosh it's this I've seen it a few times where, Corinne, I see the, the face <laughs> that you're making. You know what I'm talking about, kind of. Just they, like, tell you, they're, like, put put on a cute outfit. Put your uh-huh. screen to, like, like a slower speed and walk in front of it. And don't you feel like... <laughs> um, um... And I'm just thinking, okay, thank you. I'm just thinking about people walking out of confession to that, like, <laughs> to that vibe. There have definitely been, like, the immaculate vibe moment. Walking it makes you look like, like a model. Yes. Yes, Corinne. That's, okay, that's what I'm talking you. about. Okay, cool, cool. Um, <laughs> whatever. That was just a little side note. Um, but it was just going through my head and I had to say it because it was driving me crazy. Um, <laughs> I really love how without even trying um, on this episode about complacency, we have turned to confession as the thing as being the most victorious thing for us here on earth and let's be really honest like the reason we are in this earth on this earth and suffering and having to fight um to see god is because of sin um and we can't be victorious with sin like like that that's just that's just that's why jesus came like that's why he died on a cross to put sin to death right and if there's any place on the face of this earth that we can feel like a model, like a Jesus model walking out of that confessional <laughs> is confession. I'm sorry. If you don't go to confession and feel like awesome now with that in your head, <laughs> sorry. I, but <laughs> that gets I'm just, me really I'm just pict- like I'm picturing Kaylee strutting out of a confessional. And it's, I kind of feel like I strut regardless. Like I kind of have a march. I have a march. So I feel like my walk would just go really well with that. <laughs> Anyway, oh my gosh. Um, right. now the things have gotten weird. Um, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I guess here comes the complacency check, and like the challenge from here on out is: When was the last time you went to confession? Honestly, yeah. First, <laughs> go to confession and make it a good one. That's like that's the moment of victory, but also. Um, Dang it, it's another confession point. Um, <laughs> one of my one of my penances one time that like really hit me was um, the priest told me to in the back of my prayer journal to make a list of like my hopes and dreams for like with Jesus. He said make a bucket list, but like do it with Jesus. I was like, okay, that's kind of weird. Um, and it took me a couple of times before like I actually was able to do it and it wasn't just things like oh I want to jump out of a plane um I want to go to I want to go to like every continent whatever but actually things of like what am I actually longing for what am I actually hoping for um and all of those things and then he the second part of it is he was like look for the progression towards these things look for the ways the Lord is working through these things working through them not just working towards them and he said, see the victory in each thing and see how each thing is changing your heart and leading you closer to heaven, leading you closer towards your redemption. He said, just because he's like, it's not reaching this goal. It's not completing this thing or overcoming that or whatever. That's the victory moment. He said, the victory is the Lord's and the victory becomes yours through these things. 
So I don't know. Maybe that made sense. Maybe it didn't. Pray with that. Make no, a bucket list it, with Jesus and look for I his think, victory. Yeah, I think it makes sense. Victory isn't ours until it's shared. And quite honestly, Jesus doesn't want the victory for himself. He wants it for all of us. And so go to confession, let him be victorious, and then let him continue to be victorious. Not, you know, momentarily because you are like a fresh baby because you went to confession. <laughs> like actually, like let the confession... <laughs> <laughs> let confession penetrate more and like let victor let his victory penetrate more than just those 30 seconds after you know the prayer of absolution but let it be something that is your day to day and your moment by moment and god willing you'll be able to be at the gates of heaven one day where like our lord says like my good and faithful servant like come in and find your place yes and amen <laughs>